Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell, and the incomparable Bradley Flowers. For agents, by agents, we're here to share real-life experiences, tips, and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. I am your fearless host, Mr. Scott Howell, insurance agent and insurance evangelist for I Protect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. Before we get started today, let me introduce a six foot three sophomore, rivals five star recruit, first team SEC and first team All American. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. The incomparable Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? I'm great, Scott. How are you today? Man, I am doing fantastic. You know why I'm so excited for this podcast? Why is that, Scott? Because I love it when I have multiple people in studio with me. (laughs) I'm like a tornado when that happens. I love the energy. I love getting in here with with different people in here and really getting after it. And like a tornado, it affects insurance. Thank you. That's (laughs) such a beautiful segue into direct physical loss so we can all fall asleep. (laughs) So... No, hey, agents, our mission on this podcast is to help you in your business any way we can, whether that's in technology, whether that's in the customer experience, whether that's in accounting, software, CRM systems, uh, sales, life insurance sales. I tell you what, Bradley, we've covered just about every genre of that today that we possibly could, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So I want to go ahead and introduce, and I am so humbled and so excited to introduce Ladies and gentlemen, born in New York City. Yes. Been a chiropractor. I believe you said you graduated here uh, in at Life College in Atlanta, Georgia in 1989. He is with Atlas Chiropractic. I am pleased and proud to present the other incomparable, Mr. George Burroughs. How are you, George? I'm great, thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Guys, let me tell you what we're going to talk a little bit about today. For the 250,000 of you out there watching and listening and I believe we are going to be going on Facebook Live possibly for a little bit on this, which I'm, I'm glad we're going to do that. And I'm actually recording, so this episode goes on YouTube as well. So that'll be another 1.5 million listeners and, and viewers. <laughs> so no, no pressure at all, though, George. Just no pressure at all. But George wanted to come on today, and we wanted to have him on today to talk a little bit about the success that he's had in the field of chiropractic medicine. Now, a couple things about that. Number one, how in the world does that translate into insurance? Well, Whatever business that you're in, the customer experience is the customer experience, right? And when we find somebody, a business owner, doesn't matter if they're in insurance or not, that has been successful in that arena, we love getting them on here and getting their perspective of things and finding out whether there's a nugget of information in there or something that we can utilize in the insurance business. And we felt like we could do that today. Now, George and I have a lot in common. First and foremost, we both go to Church of the Highlands. Now, shout out to Mr. Chris Hodges today, who has just come back from a little sabbatical there with the Church of the Highlands. Chris, if if you're listening or watching this podcast, glad to have you back. I know that you have impacted my life. 
my girlfriend Kim Haney and I started going to church in the Highlands probably six months ago, and it's been really good for me. George, you can tell a little bit about your experience there with Church of the Highlands as well before we get started, but we have that in common, and I think we both really enjoy going to church there. Oh, absolutely. Scott, I started attending church there about two, a little over two years ago, uh, mainly because my son had moved to Birmingham, mm-hmm. and I had heard of Church of the Highlands, and the main campus was there in Birmingham. Down here in Mobile, we don't have a campus yet. There's one coming this summer. But my first time going to church there, I was blown away. Mm. And, and I've been in church my whole life. Mm-hmm. They, they do church better than anyone. Right. And after going just a few weeks, I saw ways to apply what they do at Highlands mm-hmm. as a church mm-hmm. to my own business. Right. Yeah, no doubt. It is a very well-run organization, tight ship, and the way they do things there you know, for that customer experience that we're talking about today, yes. the customer being their congregation right. is fantastic. And, and, and to add to that, you know, I think we talked about this in episode 24 with Jeff Roy, the difference between customer experience and customer service. And, and it's actually a reference to Sydney Rowe from Agency Nation. I'm a big fan of hers. Customer service can only happen when something goes wrong. Customer experience is every time that customer deals with your business. Absolutely. And the more you can improve that, the better that experience becomes. And you know what I call that, George? Paula Dean and Sweet Tea. <laughs> so I'm constantly in my agency telling people, guys, the people that we serve, our clients and our prospects, they don't want the freaking DMV. Okay? Nobody wants to go get their driver's license renewed at the DMV. They want Paula Dean and Sweet Tea. They want people to be nice to them. They want them to be treated the way they want to be treated. We've got to have the heart of a servant when we deal with people, whether that's buying insurance or on the claim side and everywhere in between in the billing and the bill's wrong and da 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 whatever, need Paula Dean and Sweet Tea. And so that is something that I constantly preach in my agency. I actually tell them, if you ever really want to see Scott get mad, which a few people have ever done, let me find out that you're and I hate to say this, this word if Chris Hodges is listening, but if you're bitchy, snippy, snappy, we're going to have a big problem. They know that, and they understand that. So we, we just talk a lot about Paula Dean and Sweet Tea at my agency. I want to hear a little bit about you. You grew up in New York, came down here, went to Life College, excuse me, made a home in Mobile. Tell us a little bit about your practice, how you got started, and, and from that kind of morphed into where you are today. Yeah, growing up in New York was was great, but when it came time to go to chiropractic school, I wanted to go out of New York, so I ended up in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And this is back in the 1980s when holistic medicine and natural approaches to healthcare was not as popular as it is now. Mm-hmm. But I've always had this... Um, burning desire inside of me to get into that Mm -hmm. um in fact since we're speaking about the church in a sense i literally one day as a as a 20 year old i said god if you're so great and i know you are why are christians just as sick as non-christians like why why don't i see a difference Mm -hmm. and i immediately felt an answer uh, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge Mm -hmm. and i said well what's that knowledge that we don't have Mm -hmm. and anyway that led me to discover about chiropractic a natural form of healing Mm -hmm. that focuses on the body healing itself. I found the best school was the one in Atlanta. Went to school there. I loved living in the South. Mm -hmm. I liked being able to go outside and play ball year round. And I had an opportunity right out of school to come to Mobile. And I took that opportunity um, really not knowing anything about Alabama. Mm -hmm. The national media does a good job of portraying Alabama and Mississippi as like way behind the times. Sure. 
And that's kind of what I thought it was going to be like until I visited, and I fell in love with it, and I've, and I've been here ever since. Gotcha. I, I just got back from Canada, and I got asked 18 times if I was from Texas. I don't know. I yeah. guess that's the first mm-hmm. southern so, state yeah. to come yeah. from when the they accent. think of southern accent, they think of Texas. I don't know Texas. what they think of you. Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> well, so you got, you got down here. You started your practice. Let's fast forward to today. What are some of the things, and, and remembering that we're focusing on insurance agents that are listening to this podcast right now, what are some of the things that you've been able to do from a customer experience standpoint to kind of separate you from all the other chiropractors that are out there? Well, the number one thing is this. Nobody wants chiropractic. They want to feel better. And if chiropractic can be the vehicle that takes them there, that's what they want. So I've always remembered that people are not interested in what I do, but what I can do for them. Right. I was fortunate really from day one to be able to communicate that to people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, and this is, to me, a big business lesson, at least in my profession, um, a lot of people are not a good match for me. A lot of people want drugs or surgery. They want that quick fix that I don't think really addresses the problem. Well, we're not a good match, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we part friends. So over time, I was able to help people who shared that interest. They believe the body can heal itself. Right. They want natural approaches. So by taking the time to educate them and make sure that their experience with me is good, I was able to get referrals that Mm -hmm. way. And this is before anything with the internet. And really that's how any business can be built by doing, you know, the experience has to be good, but there has to be, you have to be good at what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you can have the most beautiful Mm -hmm. office in the world, Mm -hmm. but if you're not doing the the job and that's what I see at Highlands, they're excellent at what they do and the experience. Sure. That's probably to me the biggest takeaway. There's so many tactics now. But you got to get to fundamental strategies and and get great at them. So for those agents out there that are listening right now, most people don't know that I went to medical school at the University of the Caribbean. I am a doctor. (laughs) I have the the four pillars, the Scott Howell four pillars of insurance that I'm going to go ahead. And this kind of goes in line with what you do. So the Scott Howell four pillars of, of being an insurance agent and to maximize your ability to get up every morning and go out there and slay dragons and sell insurance. And, and again, this came from my experience at the University of the Caribbean while I was becoming an ado- a doctor. So, so number one is sleep, okay? Everybody listening to this, you need seven, eight hours of sleep a night. Now, I know that Gary Vaynerchuk and everybody else gets two hours of sleep or, or don't sleep <laughs> or, or vampires or whatever the hell they are. You need seven or eight hours of sleep a night. Number two, you need to sweat every day. You need to exercise. You need to sweat. You need to go walking. You need to get your get you know get the blood flowing and get out there and go do something, even if it's only for like 45, 45 minutes a day. Uh, I don't do that every day, but I do it five or six days a week. Uh, number three, you need to find some time for yourself and relax a little bit and kind of de-stress. And, and even if that's only five minutes a day, find some time for yourself. And then number four, I had a number four. Now I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, I do. Now I know what it was. Number four. You sound like Mike Stromso. No, number four. You I'm going to give you four reasons. Wait, no, five. Yeah, five reasons. No, six. Six reasons. Uh, no, number four, you got you to gotta eat right. High protein, low carb diet. And I know that, that diet and food, I know that's part of you know what you teach to your patients. But you know we've got so many Americans out there now that are on so many pills and are taking so many medications, hell, they don't even know what's working and what's not working. So sleep, sweating every day, a little bit of me time, 
and eating, you know, eating a, a fairly balanced diet and trying to eat right. I think if, if a lot of insurance agents would just do those four things, you can't imagine, guys, how much less productive you are. And Bradley, I'm going to throw you in on this because there's a lot of days I talk to you and you've only gotten two or three or four hours of sleep or you haven't slept very much. And, you know, you're a little, you're a little bitchy, snippy, snappy with me on the phone when, when you get that way. But and I, can, I, I can be real with you. I, I know. I realize that. But I'm saying your performance would probably, that day, you would probably perform better if you had seven or eight hours of sleep. You'd get up. You'd feel better. You'd, you'd be in a little bit better frame of mind. You, you know where I'm going with that? Not just, yeah. not just with yeah. me. But I think it probably, um, those four things probably help or hurt people depending on, on whether they're doing those four things or not in the insurance business as much as anything. So I wanted to ask you, and I know this is veered off in a different direction than you guys probably wanted to go. Talk a little bit about your stance on that from the chiropractic side of what you believe in as far as all that goes. Okay, Scott, you and I have not talked about this, obviously. Ever. That's a home run. Seriously. Oh, really? Do I, oh, no, no, no. Dr- Do I just need to drop the mic and leave? Yeah, like that's <laughs> no, um, like we could we could go off on this long, yeah. great, beautiful tangent, but I really get tired. I'm a huge believer in supplements, nutrition, mm-hmm. and um, taking care of your body. Those four things you just talked about, spot on. So many people come in my office with the latest, greatest, shiny object. This, I wonder, what do you think about this? I'm trying mm-hmm. this. They look like tin cup when he's out there trying uh, to get a swing back and they've got stuff yes, on them and, yes. and get gadgets. No, and Exactly. Focus, though, on the fundamentals. Right. And you right. go sleep. In fact, right. we're recording this at the end of June, early July. Um, this is the longest days of the year right. here in North America. Eat your dinner, go outside. This is the time of the year for a, a little bit less sleep because you're going to be sleeping more in December. Sure. A little bit less sleep. Get out in that sun. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be midday mm-hmm. sun. Sweat while you're out there. Go, mm-hmm. This is. We should all be out this time of the year. Right. Like I, I, I preach this all this week. Like it's right. almost like you right. knew this. And by the way, we we did not have did not know at all we were going to have this conversation no. before we walked in here. No, so. live with nature. Like the the. <laughs> Our podcast Our podcast started over again, Bradley. What's go. going on? <laughs> okay, let's start all over. No, that's okay. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, and then two, with the food, and we go down that rabbit hole. Right. It's fascinating. But one thing I do in my practice is I have a way to determine what kind of food sensitivities you have. Oh, that's beautiful. That one change. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. How do you do that? Um, Through blood, blood work? No, or? muscle testing. Okay. It's, okay. it's the greatest thing. Mm. It is fascinating. Whether it's wheat, dairy, corn, mm-hmm. soy, caffeine, mm-hmm. sugar, you, if I can determine what it is, almost always that person looks at me and says, I love that. Mm-hmm. No, whatever food I tell mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Had a guy this morning, he's an athlete. I, I see a lot of athletes at all different mm-hmm. levels. He's a baseball player. He's got a bright future. He's got corn sensitivity, I told him. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Right, he's right. going to perform better if he gives up corn. Mm-hmm. I know how that sounds. But it's amazing. No, I, I completely amazing. agree. Yeah, and I think different people have different sensitivities to different Absolutely. things. And then once they figure out what that is and they pull that out of their diet, they just feel so much better. Well, and, and let's take this to an insurance agent mm-hmm. or, or any person. Let's just say we determine you have a, a gluten sensitivity. Right. Let's just say gluten. And you give you get that out of your diet. And now what you're finding is every afternoon at 2 o'clock, instead of being tired, mm-hmm. you're, you're spot on. Mm-hmm. You're productive mm-hmm. for 8 hours, 9 mm-hmm. hours, 10 hours, mm-hmm. instead of 3 or 4, and then that wane. Right. I've had people with literal panic attacks. Mm-hmm. You, you determine that food sensitivity, boom. And like it changes your life. Mm-hmm. If we're not working at our best, then we're not doing our best, and we're not serving our best. Right. And then the customer experience, no matter what profession, can't be the best. Exactly. This is huge. If we would all take care of ourselves and really 
sleeping, right. sweating, mm-hmm. um, self-time, mm-hmm. and watching what you eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's, it. The, that's the four horsemen of the, of the whole thing. By the way, guys, I, I was lying. I have, I've never gone to medical school anywhere. And if you've met me for more than about – Point three seconds, you will realize there is no danger of me ever going to medical For school. half a second, I thought you were being serious. <laughs> Bradley's over here going, wow, he's a doctor too? Well, Scott, no, I thought no. you were serious until you said those four things. <laughs> no medical doctor is going to yeah, say exactly, those four things. Exactly, right. Most, <laughs> of them, most of them are like, you know, that, that's They're not. not. They, they want to they throw a pill down your throat. And, exactly. So, yeah. so, George, purpose, programs, experience, and excellence. Four, four, four pillars you sent me last night. Yes. Let, let's talk about that for a little bit and how some of those you've learned from the church, some of those you've learned, are you applying your business? How would you apply that on the insurance side of things or anyone in their business? Sort of take us through right. that and how you feel about that. Well, those four things I relate to what I have learned from Highlands and how going to church has made me better in my business. Mm. And the first would be experience. Mm. And this is going to sound almost goofy, but the first time I went to church there, again, I've been in church my whole life. Right. So when I saw the parking lot attendance, that was nice, but it didn't impress me. I thought it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. The manicured lawn, everything's beautiful. That was nice, very friendly. It doesn't impress me. I've been to churches like this. Right. They handed me a bulletin then as I'm walking in. And this is so geeky, but inside the bulletin was the sermon notes. Right. Okay. And it's like fill in the blank. But those sermon notes, and you know this, mm-hmm. Scott, there's three holes punched in that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. I really did. I said, they took that attention to detail mm-hmm. to put three holes in the sermon notes so that I can save them in a binder. Just having those three little holes makes the chances of me keeping those notes mm-hmm. so much higher. Right. Because right. I'm sure I'm not the only person in the world that goes to church, takes notes, and then throws the notes in the Bible and never mm-hmm. looks at them again. Right, right, right. So I was so excited about it that I went right after church, took my son, we went to Office Max, and I bought two little binders wow. for us to keep them. Well, my other son, Bradley, who had gone to Church of the Highlands at Auburn, mm-hmm. I called him that night, told him how much I loved the church, mm-hmm. told him I loved the three holes mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the um, sermon notes, that I went to Office Max, and he said, Dad, they give out binders there for free. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, they do, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, but that's experience. <laughs> right. So they have paid attention to detail mm-hmm. with another one of my four words there mm-hmm. was experience, but it's excellence. Right. Everything they do, they do with excellence, mm-hmm. even down to your sermon notes, mm-hmm. which who does that? Right. Well, you know who does that? The person in the position, number one. Like I tell people, they're not the, the best in their category. Mm-hmm. They're in their own category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're in the That's right. category of one. That's right. Which if you're an insurance agent, you're not competing against other insurance agents. You want to be in a category of one. Mm-hmm. That's why I, no one does what I do as a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. I literally can adjust you from head to toe, literally, mm-hmm. cranium to foot. And the way I do the nutrition, no one does that. Mm-hmm. I'm in a category of one. Right. And Highlands is that way. So it started, Bradley, with the experience. Mm-hmm. It was just top notch. You know, everything from the parking attendance and whatnot. But for me, that little attention to detail, which shows me their excellence. Now, I've been to conferences there, and they'll have water bottles on a table. And there'll be, let's say, a row of 15 water bottles, seven or eight rows deep. Every water bottle's face forward. Every pen at, in where you sit in the church, every pen is in front of you, mm-hmm. face the same way. It's got way. their logos on them, mm-hmm. correct? I don't no. Know, I don't know. I no. think they're just big, big pens, aren't they? They're like, just regular pens, yeah, right. but they're all, every seat has one. And in between services, right. they, like... That's that attention mm-hmm. to detail with the spirit of excellence. Absolutely. So, so Bradley, those are the first two is um, 
just the experience and that great experience, custom experience comes mm-hmm. from a spirit of excellence, mm-hmm. no matter what industry you're in. And I think this is a, like, I love being on the show today because I listen to your podcast. Well, I you. listen, but I don't listen to it because I have a, a affinity for insurance. I have affinity for people doing good in their field because right. we don't realize that there's such a crossover. Mm-hmm. You know, success mm-hmm. leaves clues. Sure. And you get beaten down in your own field. You got to get a different pair of eyeballs. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that I, to add to what you're saying, and I don't know if you've ever really given this a lot of thought or not. But the way that the Church of the Highlands has scaled, and you and I talked before the show about them opening up a new church here in Mobile, I believe you said August the 2nd? 12th. 12th, I'm sorry. It's August the 12th. And But the way that they've scaled and their process that they came up with, you know, they start the, the church on Highway 280, and it grows into what it, you know, what it is today. But then as they scaled and they realized that in order to do all of the things that you talk about them doing from an experience standpoint, they had to have church members to come in and be of service. And so they came up with that process of taking the tests and becoming a team member. And that was really the only way that they would have been able to scale that way because you have to have people with a heart of a servant to, to be parking lot attendants and coffee maker refillers and hand out pens and do all the things that they do. And and I, I'm amazed by the fact they were able to, to scale the way they've been able to because of that, really. Right. Yeah. Anyone who goes there observes that. Yeah, right. And this comes back to, like, my other two things. We said experience, uh, the experience mm-hmm. and excellence, but purpose and programs. Mm-hmm. And again, you just said this in a roundabout way. Every church pretty much has the same purpose, mm-hmm. but they have two purposes at Highlands. Mm-hmm. But every church shares the one in some in some variation of this, mm-hmm. to know God mm-hmm. so that you can find freedom. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Highlands. That's most churches, you know, again, some mm-hmm. derivative of that. Sure. But what makes Highlands different is they go a step further. Mm-hmm. There's a second purpose. So it's not just to know God so you can find freedom. They want you to discover purpose mm-hmm. so you can make a difference. Sure. And I thought, wow, mm-hmm. they're going that extra step. They truly want me to find out my purpose right. so I can make an, a difference. And they're going to set up programs, mm-hmm. purpose and programs, that will help fulfill that purpose. Right. So you know, and we won't get too deep into this, but there's there's classes and whatnot at, at mm-hmm. Church of the Highlands that help me discover my unique purpose mm-hmm. and then give me opportunities to use my purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the child care, but they help me find out what is my unique gifts and talents, mm-hmm. and then here's opportunities to use it. So that's how the church scales. As as business people, if we can take that attitude mm-hmm. and say, hey, each one of my customers, my clients, my mm-hmm. patients, they have unique situations. I like to say it this way. What's the conversation going on in their head? Mm-hmm. What are they looking that I can do for them? Right. But we get so caught up in all fields. Oh, oh I'm a chiropractor and I do this, 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 and this. They don't care what I do. Mm-hmm. They want to know what I can do for them. Sure. And I think Highlands does that through their programs. Mm-hmm. So they, they're so clear on their purpose, mm-hmm. and then they have programs that support that purpose, and that's how you scale. Mm-hmm. We can all do that in our business. What is your purpose? Right. And if I can just throw this in, no matter what business you're in, if you can define your purpose this way, I help, and then fill in the blank, who mm-hmm. it is you help, so that they can fill in the blank. Right. For me as a chiropractor, I help people improve their health naturally mm-hmm. without the use of drugs or surgery so that they can not only feel their best, but perform their best. Mm-hmm. But sort of like uh, Zach and Matt from GNN Insurance, mm-hmm. who we had on a previous episode, is 
is you ask them what they do, and it's not um, it's not I sell it's not we sell insurance. He says, as a matter of fact, we never even bring insurance up. We make the home buying process easier, quicker, and better. Well, what do you do? Oh, well, through the homeowners insurance, mm-hmm. we make that process. And so it's it's That's it's perfect. sort of taking the what's going to happen in the end, but throwing that at the beginning in your sales pitch. That's huge mm-hmm. because they're defining again. You know, what do you do? Well, I'm an insurance agent. No, I help people. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I'm a chiropractor. No, I help people, you know, fill in right. the blank. And then your specific programs support the purpose. This is what Highlands mm-hmm. does. That's why they scale. You know, I, I want to take that one step further, too, and talk a little bit about employees and, and as far as insurance agents go. You get a lot of turnover in the insurance agent agencies with employees from time to time, and, and that starts from the top. There's something going on at the top when that happens, when you see a ton of turnover one of the things that my my friend and great American, Mr. Colby Jubinville, said when he was on episode 21 or 22 with us really resonated with me, episode 22. He said, if you will go to your employees and ask them what they want, where they want to end up, where they want to be, and if they will tell you where that is and you look them in the eye and tell them, hey, I'm going to do everything in my power to get you there. They will run through a brick wall for you. And and I think, I think we don't do enough of that in the insurance business is going to our employees and saying, all right, tell me where you want to go. Where do you want to be in this agency? What do you, what do you see with yourself long-term and how can I help you get there? And I think if we did more of that, instead of just sticking people in one position and leaving them there for 20 years, I think we would probably have a lot more success with keeping people in, in the, in the seats that they're in. Well, from a business standpoint, do that in your business. I mean, I just got done reading the ebook of Michael Gerber, and one thing he said is, is start with the end in mind and, and picture where do you want this business to be right. and work your way backwards. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for me, that's changed a lot over the last few years uh, as far as where I feel like I want my agency to go. What I really want to do, and I've been thinking a lot about this the last few weeks, is learn from my people where they want to end up and then start working towards getting them there. And I had a conversation with one of my people the other day about that. Well, about, you, you can't make your customers happy if your employees aren't happy. Absolutely. I just don't think you can hire somebody and put them in, in one position and expect them to stay there for 20 years. I just don't think you can do that. I think you always have to give them a goal of, hey, this is where my expectation is of where you're going to be three years from now. Now, to that end, part of that's on them. Because right. if they're not willing to, to learn and study and practice, which we just got through talking about on our last episode, practice and get better, then then they may not be able to get there. Because then they end up being the head football coach in the SEC that wasn't quite ready for it. And guess what happens to that guy? Two years and he's gone, right? Mm-hmm. He's back to the Juco. offensive coordinator at Arizona Community College. So So part of that process is I have to get them ready for whatever that is that they want to do. But then they have to be able to get themselves ready and understand and have enough self-awareness to understand whether they're going to be ready for that role or not. New York City, Yankees (laughs) fan or Mets fan? No, actually both. But when you leave New York and you move south and you – especially when I was in Atlanta and everybody hated the Yankees. I'm right. like, you're not allowed to hate the Yankees. Only I am. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you're know, from there. Right. Yeah, it would really be like leaving Alabama and you're somewhere in North Dakota mm-hmm. and you know they tell you they hate Auburn or they hate Alabama. Exactly. You're like, you can't do that. Like, you know, you can right. pick on your brother, but nobody else can. Exactly. I was just about so, to say that, actually. Yeah, I really root for all, and I'm a huge sports fan. But I have a deep respect for, for the Yankees. I consider the University of Alabama here as kind of the New York Yankees of the South. There's, it's either you love them or you hate them most of the time. There's no in-between. Oh, yeah, they both pay their players a lot. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm an Auburn fan. No, I'm kidding. Well, yeah. just kidding. Well, I, I just I want to tell you how much I appreciate you being on the podcast today. I really, I really do. Um, before we end this, I want to find out. Tell me, tell us a couple things that you're doing right now in your chiropractic clinic that maybe insurance agents haven't thought about that you guys are doing, or that they need to do, or that they, maybe they need to do and have thought about, or that I need to do because there's a lot I need to do. Well, you know, this is a brilliant idea, mm-hmm. but I can't take credit for it because our sound guy Johnny is the one who mentioned it to me okay. before we got on there. Gotcha. Where he said take you know take ten or twelve of the most frequently asked questions and either get a podcast or mm-hmm. put them on a YouTube video and answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And then like in my situation as a chiropractor, so if someone comes in and they've been having migraine headaches mm-hmm. and I've explained to them what I can do and we've we've had that first treatment and then my front desk person can say, Hey, on your way home here look this up or listen to this on the way home if it's a mm-hmm. podcast, whatever the format yep. is. Mm-hmm. But that one tip there, take, we have so much media available today, take the 10 or 15 or however many most frequently asked questions and answer them, you know, not in this long format. Just take, you know, three, five, six minutes, depending on the question, and shoot a video or shoot a podcast or have some way to do answer that question. Yeah, do it all. We talked about that in, in episode, I think it's 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Instagram strategy. And one thing we said is in your business, you get asked a question more than three times. That needs to be a post. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and the example that we give, and we're going to give it again because I think it's a good example, is uninsured motorist. If, if you ask an insurance agent, hey, do a video about uninsured motorist, they're just going to do a random video about this is what uninsured motorist is. I'm sorry. But instead, yeah. how, do, how do people <laughs> ask about uninsured motorist? Well, how they ask it is, at least in the state of Alabama, right. does uninsured motorist cover my car if somebody that's not insured hits me? No, it doesn't. That's the question that gets asked. So that's what you're, you, mm-hmm. you don't need to be general. You need to be more specific. Right. And I have a little notebook in my desk. Every time I get asked a question that I think is interesting, I write it down. And if it's more than a few times, that's going to be my next blog post, my next mm-hmm. whatever. And then too, I would say that, that's a great strategy. And invest a little bit of time in copywriting. Learn mm. how to tell the story. Um, we don't have time to get into that now, but identify a problem, agitate it, provide a solution, and then tell why your solution's best. And don't don't try to necessarily sell the person. Educate the person to the point where you are the logical solution. You know, really, we should make selling not necessary because we've educated and separated ourselves. And we have that opportunity to do that no matter what field you're in. And guess what? Nobody in your field's doing it. They're not. What do you recommend copywriting-wise? From educational standpoint, I just purchased the Bon Halpert book of copywriting. Oh, wow. I have that. Yeah. Yep. Well, Gary Halbert's the best ever. Um, if I was going to give just one name to get started for anybody, because he really starts you at the lowest of lows to the highest of highs as far as your experience is uh, Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy, um, GKIC, uh, they just changed the name to come, but Glazer Kennedy. Everybody I look at in marketing and copywriting all talk about how great Dan Kennedy is. I'm still trying to figure out what in the hell y'all are talking about. <laughs> when you say copywriting, are we talking about copywriting like a name? Is no, no, no. He's talking about? talking about copywriting as in the way you structure your words. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. So uh, Chris Green, who is the flood insurance guru, who is actually going to be the episode after this one. So if you're listening to this the week it drops, you need to wait another week. But Chris Green is going to be the next episode. He actually just got back from a seminar that uh, some guys that, that I know that are in a little mastermind group with me went to uh, that was run by Bon Halpert. Yes. And he was actually there. Yes. It was actually a tribute to Gary. To Gary Halpert, um, yeah. Ben Simkin, one of the top 
Facebook advertisers in the world uh, was there speaking as well. And, and as soon as Chris got back, he's you've got to buy this book. So I actually ordered it. It just came in the other day. So I finished Mike Stromso's book last night, who was episode 21. God, you're doing so much name dropping right now. <laughs> trying to reference the old episodes. Um, I just finished Mike Stromso's book, so the next one is, is going to be Bonnie. So Albert, explain so. to me again what copywriting is. Copywriting is the way you structure. You, you want to give it a shot? No, that's perfect. The way you structure your words in your in your posts and your your letters to customers to bring out what you want to bring out in them. Oh, okay. So we're talking about English, just being able to write the Kang's English. Yeah, but there's a, from a marketing standpoint. Oh, yeah. okay. The best way to explain copywriting is having a strategy to what you write. It, mm. it makes a difference, and it sounds kind of silly to use this as a comparison, mm-hmm. but. You don't walk up to a, a woman as a single guy and say, hey, do you want to marry me? You know, you, you, there's a courting, if you mm-hmm, would, mm-hmm. and there's a skill to that. Um, that's a whole, you know, another subject. But if you just Googled um, top copywriters, mm-hmm. or I would say Dan Kennedy is excellent. People of every industry follow him. I would start there. Mm. Okay. Wow. That's, it. that's very interesting. I, I'm sorry I didn't know what y'all were talking so about. So, Dan, if y'all, you're you listening— both say, you, you, you both sounded like you like y'all were just all over this copyright thing, and I'm thinking, what what are we are we talking about copywriting something like a name or what are we talking about? Yeah, but you know it's interesting that it sounds like the two of y'all have done a lot of research on that. Maybe maybe you guys want to talk a little bit about well, how to I how to utilize book, so. how to utilize that in the insurance. You know, as far as I just got blog the book, posts. so George is going to have to take that one. <laughs> okay, well let's, this is simple. I recently just did a post, not an ad on mm-hmm. Facebook. The post was simply. A colored background and with words on it. I just wrote, I've been a chiropractor 30 years and I've never treated back pain. Mm. That, that gets attention. That got attention. Sure. Attention. So people then read what I wrote under that. Mm-hmm. And I said, as a chiropractor for 30 years, I've never treated back pain because I don't treat back pain. I treat people. Mm-hmm. And that was my hook. Right, right. So you have to take time to learn headlines mm-hmm. you know pick mm-hmm. up this sounds crazy pick up the national Enquirer. Mm-hmm. those headlines work right so get that's all copywriting is learning how to put words on paper <clears throat> to to increase your conversions gotcha i've been an insurance agent for 12 years i've never sold a policy so those of you listening don't try to use that because by the time <laughs> this is out i'm gonna already have it so and it's gonna be actually copyrighted wow copyrighted oh wow <laughs> so. copyright the copyright <laughs> Getting cray cray in here, <laughs> yeah. I, I get what you're. I get what you're. Where you're going with that now, and that that probably is a skill that we all need to do, especially with the, the advent of social media and posting and needing to grab people's attention. It, it really is probably something that we all need to look at a little, little, little better. I obviously need to, since I didn't even know what it was. But um, that's the thing about this, though, from from a listener standpoint and from a host standpoint, mm-hmm. it's sort of you realize that there's so much I don't know, or right. there's so much I still need to learn, and you know, we had Jeff Roy on today, and we got off, and Scott was like, holy crap. I mean, mm. he's talking about stuff that... Oh, wow. Yeah, he was 80, 82 steps ahead of me. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know that he knows how far ahead of now, he, he is. I, I don't think he does. So. I mean, when you're talking about block, you know, I'm going to have blockchaining. I'm going to have blockchaining in oh, my yeah. agency. Blockchain like, insurance and circumvent the companies, and we're well, like... No, blockchain's taking over the world, yeah, and people yeah. don't know what that word even means. Right. right. Well, guys, I really appreciate you being here today, George. I, oh, I really, really do. Guys, listen to me. Get your ass out there and go sell some insurance for your family and stop aggressively waiting on the phone to ring. Utilize the customer experience. Get some sleep tonight. 
spend some time on your own, a few minutes by yourself, do a little bit of meditation, get out there and do a little exercise tomorrow, and eat three good meals a day and, and, and put, put good fuel in your body, and you're going to perform better, you're going to feel better, you're going to be able to provide a better customer service or customer experience, excuse me, to people and make sure that you write good business for the agency that you represent, write good business for the companies that you represent. George, thank you again for being here today. Bradley Flowers, I love you, brother. Have a good week. You are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. We'll be back next week. Thanks, George. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.